Welcome to another NRL.com preview podcast. My name is Chris Kennedy. Jamie Soward is with me today to talk all things Canterbury at Bulldogs. How we thank you for being here. No worries, CK. It's uh, the Bulldogs are an interesting one, aren't they? Because yeah. new coach, another another one of these teams that weren't great last year, they decide to move on from the coach, and they've recruited really, really well. So I'm interested in in seeing how the Bulldogs go. Quite a bit to break down with the Bulldogs, their, their season last year, their roster changes, of which there's quite a few. But let's start with the coach. Uh, Trent Barrett was obviously an assistant out at Penrith last year when they were just a, an absolutely phenomenal team. Only lost one game the whole way through the regular season, runaway minor premiers. Um, didn't have a lot of success in his first year as a head coach out at Manly, dealing with all the, the politics out there and um, some you know plenty of injuries and, and adversity. Uh, his second coming, as it were, as a, as a head coach. What are you expecting from Baz this year? I don't have them making the eight. Um, I think that the they've recruited really well. They've got a, a number seven and a number one in Corey Allen and Kyle Flanagan that are going to be there for years to come. Still question marks over who plays six. And it feels like, with no disrespect to Kieran Foran, because it's not the Kieran Foran that was at Manly, but they haven't had a really good number seven or six for years. Like a, a top line, top five halfback, top five, five, eighth in the competition for years. And on top of that, they haven't had a number nine that can do that either. So when you've got questions around your nine and six and your seven and one are still learning their combinations and still young in the NRL, um, I think that's going to be his hardest thing. He's not working with Nathan Cleary and Jerome Lewis. They've been playing together for years with Dylan Edwards supporting the ball and uh, a hooker in Appy Corusau who's played test footy and potentially on the verge of state of origin. So it's going to be a challenge for him. Uh, I think that last year they really showed effort and grind and hanging in games and their attack's been an issue for a long, long time now, probably I mean, they've made two grand finals in the last 11 years. Their attack hasn't changed in 11 years, though. Mm. It's still two pass for a cross play. So I'm, I'm expecting Baz to go over there and, and really um, open up the, the playbook and, and let these guys play a little bit more or encourage them to play a little bit more. That's for sure. Interesting one, isn't it? Because Baz is certainly a guy who knows uh, how to attack. Kyle Flanagan, we've seen at times last year some really good pieces of attacking play uh, at the Roosters. Was never He never quite convinced Trent Robinson that he was the answer, but he, he did a lot of good things in that um in that season, Corey Allen, I feel like has been overlooked quite a lot, um, was really good for, for Souths um, once Latrell Mitchell got injured and obviously made his origin debut, but probably worth noting that he was playing with Damian Cook, Adam Reynolds, Cody yeah. Walker in that team, whereas this team, you've got Kyle Flanagan, who's a really young halfback. Do we think Jake Caparillo at six when he's fit? It's going to be a young, relatively inexperienced guy, no matter who it is. And then at the moment, Jeremy Marshall King at hooker, who's also still relatively young. So it's a very different scenario for, for all these guys. Yeah, that, and that's the issue, isn't it? I mean, Flanagan was passing the ball to Luke Keary last year and had James Tedesco you know, and Jake Friend there supporting him when he mm. messed up or didn't get the play right. Corey Allen was the same towards the back end. He had Walker, Reynolds and Cook. So this year, Sione Katoa, Jeremy Marshall King, you know, what does it all look like together? And, and probably the hardest thing for a new coach uh, coming across is if they start really slow for a team that struggled last year and go one and four, the, the, the here we go again just kicks in, like if you've been there. Um, so they'll be trying to start really, really fast. I, I still think that Brandon Wakeham is actually a really, really viable option. I spoke about it last year on the podcast. I actually thought he should have started at seven last year. And I think he did play in the opening two weeks, but they just never stuck solid to what they were trying to do. And that's probably been my criticism of the Bulldogs CK is they haven't bought a junior through the ranks and, and really support him. And Avarillo has the chance to do that. 
he's a half who get, get getting picked on the bench or at center and, and does some amazing things, but I haven't really groomed him to play any position yet. So mm. that'll be um, up to Baz and, and his coaching staff to try and get some of these youngsters through so that, you know, they're not having to go out and outsource and buy all these players and try and get some of the youngsters coming through to help what's going to be a, t- a good team, maybe in a couple of years time. What about the uh, in the outside backs? Obviously, Nick Kotrick joins from the Raiders. I don't think he's a guy who you want to expect to come in and, and revamp your entire team. He's just a really solid, you know, winger or centre who's going to give you some good carries and some busts and a, and a good finisher. And then, you know, Nick Meaney hasn't quite found a spot. He's probably more of a fullback. They've been using him on the the wing. You know, Hopawati, Dallin Martini, Zelezniak, some some seasoned first graders, and quite a few guys who've moved around a, a few spots as well. Yeah, I agree. I think that Hopawati back in the centres is a plus for the Bulldogs. Uh, Dallin, I hope Dallin has a really big year uh, and gets that one mistake out of his game. If Dallin Watini Zelezniak didn't have that, um, he's, the way he carries the ball is outstanding. But if he didn't have that one play the ball error or a loose carry or a bad offload, he'd probably be the best winger in the world. Like he, yeah. he would be up there with, with the top three. So um, Nick Meaney, again, an interesting buy. You buy him from Newcastle to play fullback. Then all of a sudden you play him on the wing. Like it doesn't really make sense. Uh, the Nick Kotrick one's interesting because out and out winger who, what we were hearing yeah. at Canberra and was a fullback was going to be able to play fullback and played fullback a little bit for the Raiders when Chance was, was injured and stuff. So how does he fit in the center role? What does that combination look like early on? Again, I've split the competition in two. This isn't a championship contending team. A lot of questions around, you know, we talked for five minutes on the spine. Now we're talking about the outside backs. We haven't got the forwards yet. So um, there's still a lot of questions for Trent Barrett, even though the squad's heading in the right direction. I still think they're a little ways off. What about the uh, the forward pack? A few good young guys coming through. We've had a bit of a taste of it the last uh, couple of years. They've brought in Jack Hetherington, a real firebrand from the Panthers, Love who was it. also on loan for to the Warriors for a bit last year. He he looks like a Bulldogs player. He looks like one of those guys who's going to get in your face and and add that sort of fire and brimstone, right? Well, he's Dylan Napa five years ago. Mm. He's what Dylan Napa was to the NRL five years ago. Now, so. Uh, if Dylan can get back to that little bit of form and, and firebrand and, you know, whatever's left in the tank, uh, he they might be the, the perfect pairing. Uh, Luke Thompson, it, it's, it's usually it's easy for forwards to adjust to our game coming over here because it's fast over there and it's fast here, right? And the outside backs tend to struggle because the outside backs over here are a lot better. But I thought Luke Thompson was good last year without being great. I never I never really felt like he settled into the NRL. So I want to see what that looks like. You know, I, I potentially feel he's a front rower. I don't think he's a 13. I think that yeah. Josh Jackson is your perfect 13. Um, you know, they need some points of difference on an edge. They lost Corey Harawira and Ira with that situation. But I felt like that for so long, we've seen the Bulldogs back rowers just stay in their lane. There's no, yeah, and Corey provided that. So they need some points of different on edge um, from what they see rather than just five up for a bomb. Yeah, I mean, they they got some good mileage out of Raymond Faitala Mariner last year. Do you see him as one of the edge options? You got Matt Dury coming through. If, if Jackson moves to lock, is Dury an answer on one of the edges? Yeah, I like Dury and I like uh, Raymond Faitala Mariner. I think that if he can just, get that combination and understand a little bit about when to stay out, when to come in, because it's not just about having the ball, it's defensively as well. So uh, being a big body, but we've seen kick out, um, you know, 
dominate on an edge. So he could potentially be like a Veliama kick out. Uh, but yeah, it's just going to take a little bit of time. All right. Uh, finish us off with a prediction. How do you see the Bulldogs going this year? Uh, missing the eight. I've got them in the bottom five. Right. Improving, uh, but bottom five. Could be on the, the way up in the next couple of years, but a bit of a building year this year. Uh, as always, thank you for your insights. Thanks, mate. Cheers. Cheers.